When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at teachhoops.com. For coaches who want to get better. From the fifth quarter studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Part three. You can tell how much fun I was having talking to Rick um, on these on these podcasts. But this is brought to you by the great people over at teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, I think uh, this has been one of the special interviews for me. There's going to be some great tidbits in here. Um, Rick's going to share some stuff with you on the stretch here <laughs> in the fourth quarter, if we can say that. Um, so go over and check it out. Make sure you subscribe and like. And yeah, right. I hate to keep going back to read and react, yeah. but you know how easy that is. Right. Yeah. I mean, that should be happening almost organically. Yes, it should be. Yeah. Because they're making the moment by moment decisions out there. Right. You're just kind of hiding the big stuff. Yes. You know? <laughs> really? uh, I, I, um, I what would you I, tell, what would you tell a young coach if they wanted to get into coaching? Um. I would tell them, well, first of all, the mentor thing. Yep. Second of all, I would, I would be uh, very careful about um, just taking a job for taking a job. Now, sometimes you do, but I understand that. But you need to hitch your wagon to someone that you can learn from. Right. Now, that was a mistake I made. I came out of college and lucked up, took a, a the highest classification in, in Tennessee, size school. Wow. And I took a head, head job. Right and out of course, college? Wow. Yeah. Right out of college. And you know what I'm thinking. You know what I'm thinking? I'm 23. What, what you do you think, think you're going to win a state title? Is what yeah, you absolutely. <laughs> well, of course. They know. I know more they than know. everybody <laughs> Someone who appreciates my knowledge of the right, game. They right. know I don't need him to say, you know, you're young right. at that yeah. time. But I know how to play. I, I must know how to coach. And right. just got my head handed to me. Holy right. cow. Yeah. So I started trying to uh, surround my, my, my assistants were coaches that were uh, back in those days. They were coaches that had been former head coaches getting close to retirement. That's who I was surrounding myself yep. with. Your circle. Your circle yeah. is really important. I tell people your circle. And, and you can see, I mean, be, be a student of the game. These are, you know, these are basketball books. They're not basketball books. But, you know, there's East, there's John Gordon books. But, I mean, there's all sorts of good books back here. Well, you, that'd, be the, that'd be the second thing. You just stole it from me is that uh, uh, I coached – well, 
it wasn't until about eight, 1988 that I, uh, <clears throat> when I moved to Atlanta, I, I decided that, you know something, Rick, you've been trying it your way based on experience and your playing days and all that kind of stuff. And, and let's face it, I'm basically doing most of the stuff that my high school or college coaches did. Right. That's what you do. Yeah. yeah. That's what you do, right? <laughs> oh, gosh. You my know? high school coach ran the flex. Guess what my yeah. first offense was? And, it and was I'm a, I, you're saying I should expect different results just because it's me doing it? Right, I, yeah. I, yeah. Come on, right? right. So uh, when I moved to Atlanta, I, I made a, a pact with myself that I was going to pretend that I knew nothing about the game and ask myself this question. If you did know nothing about the game, what would you do? And you're about to coach. What would you do? Well, you would, you would take a look. First of all, figure out who the best teachers of the game are and become absolute disciples of them. Yes. Just absolute. So at that point, for me, it was convenient to go to uh, David Lipscomb in Nashville. Don Meyer. Oh, you don't have to tell me about Don Meyer. Oh, my oh. God. I still yeah. find I still find you'll laugh at this. The people are listening, but you I still find like you know he used to hand out all those things in different. Oh, colors. I've got notebooks. You want to go bring my notebooks? I swear to God, <laughs> I know, and I still find them. I find them at school. It's like oh, there's one. Of, there's one of that. I mean, there's a guy that changed the game too. Oh, didn't he? I mean, yeah, didn't he? And yeah. yeah, so I went to. He had a clinic that you had to pay for in the spring, and then he had a free one in the fall. I went to two. I went to 22 clinics in a row before I missed one. That's crazy. 11 straight years I didn't miss with him. And I, I and it was, it's not that I was polyparroting him because I right. couldn't. Right. I mean, he would recruit, you know, you had to be able to shoot a three. Right. Or you had to be, have all American potential in the post. Right. That's about, you yeah. know, that's about it. And the thing is, I think that's a good point you just made there is, and this is, a, this is an educational thing. You're, you you want to take all this knowledge and put it in, and then you have to pick what's going to fit you. Um, and I've said this, I've told this story. I was under seven head coaches before I got my first job. And I took, I, and because I've been successful because of those seven people, because I took a little piece of each one of them and I said, Ooh, I like that. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, I like that. And then, because don't, there's no other, you know, Jay Wright. There's one Jay Wright. There's one Bobby Knight. There's one Coach K. So you have to be your own person. You know? Boy, that's good. That's a Don Meyerism right there. Yeah. Be who you are. You can't be anybody else. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and, and I would also, I would advise young uh, coaches or anybody coming into the game that, that um, um, just get used to the thought, that no one's going to love it as much as you do. No one's going to be as dedicated to it as you do. It, you're going to run across a gym here and there, but I'm, you know, most of, like if you're in high school or youth, you are a small part time-wise of these kids' days and everything that they got going on. Okay. And uh, uh, now I think you are more impactful than anybody else right. in their entire day. Well, and, and, and a point that I make to the, all the young coaches, I've said this a thousand times, I'll say this a thousand, you do, I do not want to be a kid's last coach. 
for uh, I, oh that's excellent i don't want to be the, you know if i'm especially if i'm a youth coach i don't want to be their last basketball coach because if i'm their last basketball coach it means they stopped right. you know i w- i don't want to be the last coach i want to be part of that journey along the line for them right. well now yeah. see i'm going to turn this back on the redirect but I, you know what i mean this is the things you're going to uh, your the things you're covering right now were motivating factors in creating the Reader Act because I look, I coached negatively many years. You know, Bobby Knight, baby. It's a Bobby yeah. Knight era. Yeah. And look, uh, and look, you can get results from negative reinforcement. You just can't build long term relationships with that. You just can't. No. And so, and you cannot recruit the energy and creativity from players that way. It just being making it miserable, you know? Right. And so, you know, when you were talking about helping them with their decisions, see, again, I, I wanted to sell read and react, not hey, – let's take something like passing. Right. Okay? I didn't want to – all my coaching life, it was, I need you to pass and share the ball to be a good teammate. Come on, right? Right, right. yeah. And, and in the read and react, and, of course, you're fighting when I say that. You know, you're having right. to fight at the same time. You want a player to be aggressive, take what the defense gives, and yet you want them to share the ball. Do you hear the contradiction in my voice? I mean, what? Right. You hear this contradiction in this message? Right. How does a kid decide, should I run the player? Should I, you know, no one's between me and the goal. Should I take it and go? I mean, right? right. If I turn yeah. it over, coach is going to, you know, yank me for not running the play. There's problems that I wanted to be able to say, look, I want you to pass because couple of things i only want you to pass if you can't beat this guy and if you can't beat the guy we're going to give you a chance at scoring the moment you pass you're going to be our first option right that's i think that's a lot more positive and will recruit his energy than to say just be a good teammate and right. share the ball i know right. what share the ball means it means you don't want me to shoot and you want joe over here to shoot right you know well i didn't want to do that well, now, if that's not good enough, then I want to tell them, look, you are much better. I am going to show you how to get your shot without the ball. Right. So when you hit the lane, I want you – and here we go with everything else in the read and react. And do you work on showing – on how to show on the cuts? Do you teach them, you know – Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, just like you would a post player. Think about this. Don't you tell players in the post, look, show the ball your numbers – Right. right. Yeah. Hands up, out, yep. elbows yep. out, show them your numbers and you tell the passer, don't don't throw it to them if you don't see that, right? right. If you don't see their hands yep. being an eager hey, point guard college being an eager receiver, right? Right. Yeah, yep. Happy hands. Yep. Happy hands. Well, same way on your cuts. I'm not gonna throw it to someone who's not showing me their numbers. They're eager receiver, peppy hands. Right. But, right. Uh but I, I told you a moment ago I wanted to answer, I wanted to make a point about the cutting okay okay just want you to think about this i'm going to do a whole new course on how to teach the reader act from this standpoint i want to ask you something you're, you're fresh off of the tournament the ncaa tournament right right you saw all kinds of great set plays okay so all right so those things that run them right so let me draw a picture in your mind there's just been transition and they didn't score the offense didn't score now the ball's come back into the point guard, the playmaker's hands, right? Okay, now the other four players, 
they've got to get open, right? Right. Yep. So where do they go? They stay where do wide. They, huh? They go to the they go to the spots. They stay wide for the most part in the NCAA. Yeah. yeah. Now, okay, but if they're going to get open on the screen, right? Okay, where are they going to go? Okay, if you're going to if you're going to if you're going to get open by yourself or something like, or if that ball handler is going to say take a ball screen, yeah, they're all going to spread out. Right. If he's not going to take a ball screen. They all go down towards the lane, right? And they start setting screens, or for someone to run off of a screen to come out. Yeah, you can see almost every NBA set. Yeah, all that like screen, screen. Yeah, they go there first so they can break out to get open. Right. They yep. want to come off of screens. Yep. If you're not going to do the ball screen thing. Right. Okay. Yep. The high ball screen thing. High ball screen thing. You're exactly right. They're all going to go out on the perimeter. Right. If not, if you're going to get a down screen. If you're going to come off of a double, everybody starts going to the lane. So one of the reasons that you always cut after you pass in the read and react is I need to get you in the lane so that you can get open right. for the next action. Right, okay? right. You'd be, if we were calling a step play, you'd probably be going down there anyway. Right, yeah. Okay? So – you cut down there. Now you can either get open on your own. That's called filling out for us, right? right? Yep. Or you could screen for a perimeter player, or you could use a screen if someone's in the lane, a post player or another cutter, or you could set them a screen and then, you know, work to get open off of it. Or you, you do, you know, if there's, a post and another cutter, there's a double staggered for you to get open. I, I, what I'm saying is, uh, see, I could teach the entire reading react, every layer, every right. action, from a standpoint of you're in the lane, you got to get open. When you're in the lane. When you're in the lane and you don't have the ball, you now got to get open. Don't you want to get open? Don't you want the ball to go one-on-one? Right. And then how okay. long do you let them stay in the lane? That depends on them. Okay. <laughs> There's that, that depends. I'm not I mean, because my guys tend to stay too long. Like, we have a three-second rule. Well, now, okay. So, now we're talking about purpose of your cut. Now, that's why I want to talk about if you're trying to get open to get the ball again on the perimeter, you're not going to spend time wandering around down in the lane. Right. They'll throw the ball to somebody else. Right. Get your feet wet and then get out of there with purpose to an open spot with eager receiver hands and – you know, is it off of the screen or are you going to go screen to get yourself open? You know, and I mean, it just, it will tell you what your next action should be. Right. Right. Use it. Okay. Perfect. All right. I got, no, I got tons more. All right. So now I'm going to do my, we're going to end with my rapid fire. So I'm going to ask you a question. You get one answer. Oh, I'm horrible at this. Okay. (laughs) Okay. You get one answer. Um, All right. Ready? Yep. One word to describe your ideal player. <laughs> I am horrible at this. <laughs> Teachable. Ooh, I like that. All right. What's your favorite basketball? And what I mean by is like Spalding, you know, rock, that kind of stuff. Oh, um, see, I've forgotten what they call this. The soft touch with the high ridges. Who, who makes that? Oh, that's not Wilson, is it? Uh-huh. It's not the. Is it the Rock? 
I want to say that. Yeah. Okay. The Rock. The kids like The Rock a lot. All right. If you could go to one sporting event in the entire world, what would it be? Oh gosh, man! One sporting event. Yep. Well, it's it's just for me. It's got to. Well, all right. Hey, coach. I hope you're enjoying listening to this. Um, you can tell in my energy when I was talking to Rick, how much I enjoyed it. Hope you're enjoying it too. If you are, I would ask you maybe go subscribe, like leave a review. We would really appreciate that. Um, also if you're, if you're wanting to give back a little bit, go over and check out teachtubes.com for coaches who want to get better. I can't imagine a better time to, to go become a better basketball coach. This is, this is the time that I do that. This is the time that I do my reading and, and try to broaden my horizons. I would think you'd want to do the same. So go over and check it out. 14 day free tile, teachhoops.com. Here's Rick. Well, all right. It's got to be the NCAA finals. Okay. okay? I've been. Yeah. My second has got to be say maybe every other, every other basketball final, NBA, WNBA, oh, women's and and if it's outside of basketball, uh, the UFC. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, All right, that's cool. All right, what's your favorite pregame meal? Uh, very little. Oh, that's good. Brendan said uh, free. That was pretty funny. That was the funniest, <laughs> yeah, that was the funniest one we've had. I'm better <laughs> on a – I'm better on a – almost an empty stomach. I tell the players, I said, you're – and there's been studies on this. You're better on – you're better to be a little hungry than to be full when you play. I, um, I need as much blood supply going in my brain. <laughs> I don't need it down there digesting. Yes, all right, yeah. one thing you do to relax. <laughs> uh, the one thing I do to relax is – wow, see, I'm gonna, I was going to say um, – uh, some form of a workout okay. it, it helps yeah. me to relax. Okay. Best player you've seen in person. Best player I've seen in person. Oh, uh, remember I told you I went to uh, – uh, we got Mike Bibby for yep. my first DVD. Yep. We went out to video him, and I got to see LeBron James' first NBA game, Sacramento Kings. No. Yep. yep. I think that was his – I know that was his first year. I thought that was his first game, but I'm not sure. But, wow. yeah, I got to see him. I'm there on the court. I haven't seen him in person. All right, best player of all time. Golly, man. And I can only say one? Mm-hmm. That was a lot harder for Coach Sir than it was for you. Because he saw a lot of really good players. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, I'm going to cheat on this. I'm going to go ahead and say it's 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 Michael Jordan. Yeah, that, Michael's winning by about ninety five percent. You feel yeah, good about that, Michael? Yeah. Time, but I, I had to I had to throw out some people. I yeah. mean, I got, I got you. Got to talk about people like uh, uh, Pete Maravich or 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 Rick Barry or my high school coach said Bob Cousy. But, right, right. Um, well, what's, yeah. well, Rick Barry, you know, the, Rick, you, you think about Rick Barry, 30, 30, the only guy to lead the NCAA, ABA, and NBA in scoring. I know. And most of the, not, not the ABA, but the others was without a three-point line. So you're talking about 36, 37 points a game. 
I know. It's crazy. And, they, and I don't even know if the players know that the NBA logo is him, right? Is it him? It's him. I think it's him. Is it, is it him or Jerry West? I don't know. Oh, it might be Jerry West. It is it Jerry West? West? It, it yeah. was one of the two. I knew it was one of the two. Hey, um, but let me say uh, one more. Back when you said uh, best player uh, that I've seen. Yeah. Look, I got to play with – I got to be on the floor – I mean, within touching distance and playing with them in a camp, Dave Bing. No. You remember Dave Bing? I do. I do. Yeah, Dave Bing. I was telling Brendan, I saw saw when I was at – well, we were talking about how it used to be with Five Star and Blue Chip, those two camps. Yeah. That when I went to to Blue Chip, I got to see Akeem Olajuwon play Mike Larry Bird one-on-one. Oh my gosh! I know. Oh. If it was nowadays, we'd all had our phones out and stuff. No oh yeah. Had, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, what's uh, what's one thing that helped you become a better coach? One thing that helped you become a better coach. Um. One thing to help. One thing that's made you a better coach or helped you become a better coach. My time in – no, I can't say that. Uh, it's, it, it has to be – it has to be that I have – I've been following Christ, for Jesus Christ, for a long time, since 1979. Okay. And the, the idea of a servant, servant leadership, a servant leader being the best – type of leader has kind of kept my head on straight yep that kind of thing it's giving you uh, a guide I, yep yes, um yeah. uh best game you've seen in person best game i saw in seen in person it can be any level um we've had anywhere from a high school game to an nba final the one, the best one that I saw in person was nineteen seventy seven, seventy six, seventy seven, I think seventy five, seventy six, and it was Western Kentucky University, uh, Western Kentucky Hilltoppers against Middle Tennessee State University for the OVC. Uh, I, I don't know if it was for their championship. Now it was at, I'm pretty sure it was at Western. Okay. And it was just a, you know, I was close to the floor and the thing. Is it, it was just one of those things. It was just one of those great games. Yeah. Okay. Um, one word that describes your coaching style. Um, passionate. Okay. Um, top bench player of all time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I feel like I'm pulling, I really feel like I'm pulling teeth, coach. I'm sorry. You are pulling teeth. I told you, I am the world's worst <laughs> at the best bench player of all. Th- oh, hey, uh, how about the, uh, uh, the kid from, uh, Villanova? Villanova. Yeah. What's no. his name? It's, the, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll go with that. Um, well, best coach points? of all time. Thirty points in the finals. I Come know. on, crazy. 
Hey, but there's a prime example, especially for the young coaches out there. They dug up his tweets from when he was 13 or 14. And he's been taking heat for that. Can you believe that? Get out of town. No, yeah. You go on USA Today. There's a big article about it today. Um, yeah. There's some, you know, he was 13. He's making some bad decisions, saying some things he shouldn't say. And, oh, yeah, they're digging it up. <laughs> it's out there forever. All right, best coach of all time. Best coach of all time. Yeah. Don Meyer. He'd be on my list. Um, one book you would recommend. Don See how Meyer's hard that not, would be for me. Yeah, but, I know. And, and the only reason I say him over John Wooden is I knew more about him. That's yeah. all. Go ahead. What? Yeah. Um, one book you'd recommend. Uh, for anything. <laughs> it can be any book. I mean, that you would recommend someone read. It's been everything. We've had everything. Okay, well, I've already more for a coach. More for a coach. More for a coach. Um. Um. What was the one that? What was the one that Brendan gave? He was like, um, some sort of leadership one. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a very good one. But the one that I've that's. And gosh, I can't even remember the name of it. It's over here. It's by John Wooden, Little Blue Jacket. I keep coming back to it and reading it over and over again. Oh, I know what the one you're talking about. I'll find it. I'll find. I'll find. I'll find it and put in the show notes. I'll find it. Um, then what was my last one? Oh, one thing you would tell a young coach in parting, as we kind of end here. As we kind of end. Um. Some advice. Teach. Teach. Uh, let let that be the tagline, uh, you know, uh, under your name. Uh, yep. Let that be what the kids say about you when it's all said and done, that, uh, that this was one of the best, if not the best teacher that I've been under. And that will cover, that's a big umbrella. Notice I didn't say teacher of the game. Right. Uh, because basketball is life in four quarters, and the the chances to impact and teach life lessons and how to respond and just about everything that you're you're gonna come across later in life, don't miss that opportunity to teach. Basketball is just kind of a tool. It is okay. So let's on a parting note, I wanted to talk about better basketball and where people can find it. Okay. And the all access. Now I'm getting, this is, this is just, this is like PGC for me. I am a disciple. I love better basketball. I love read and react. So okay. I'm not, there's no financial aspect to this, but I'm going to give coach some time to talk about what's available and what I've been able to do over, you know, the last probably five, 10 years for me. Go ahead, coach. Well, um, you finally given me a, a question that I can answer without. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like you're, you're pulling my fingernails out <laughs> i'm the world's worst at uh in fact you know so i i think i sent you an email i said look just don't start asking me about the draft and about this and about right because i don't keep up with it in fact when i watch games i i wind up watching the the what well, offenses defenses movement spacing kind of thing and i uh, I don't. Yeah. I know I people ask why I don't watch as much. I don't watch as much NCAA because the only way I can watch it is if I'm just 
kind of doing something else because otherwise I'm looking right. and I'm jotting stuff down. It's like the, the enjoyment is like I can't do that. Um, <laughs> right. But yeah, right. go t- go tell the people oh, about okay. all access and all that. That, that that's oh, a yeah, great yeah. deal for people. I think it is. Yeah. Uh, so we at betterbasketball.com. If you go to betterbasketball.com, um, you'll you'll see uh, the homepage is pretty easy to follow. You're going to see things like the vault. That's just where we hold all all the videos I've done in the last 16 years. And um, you're going to see all access. There's a chance for you to kind of explore around. But let me give you the, the bottom line here. I got about 1,500 videos. I think it's uh, – I, I don't know how many hours that is. I've forgotten now. Uh, but – uh, like I say, I've been doing this now since 2001. So you said, uh, you say, and the thing you sent me, it said 1,500 videos totaling 140 hours of instruction of coaches and players. Yep. yep. Yeah. Okay. It is. It's not just now. Yes, the Read and React has become the the locomotive, the, the engine that, that pulls the train. Right. Okay. I've got uh, quite a bit of stuff there on player development. There's a lot that I'm going to go back and redo and attack and that kind of thing. But um, you were talking about all access. Right. Uh, a few years ago, um, you know, we noticed, uh, you know, when, when you get a certain amount of videos on there, uh, a new coach comes on, let's say they buy the Read and React, okay? Well, I'm also wanting him to, him or her to watch the practice videos, you know? Right. And the one-day practice and then, uh, you know, developing the Read and React player. That's a player development one, you know? and and I'd also like them to watch this and that. And, and it's like, gee whiz, i got to make this easy and financially easy. Right, right. Um, yep. And so we came up with an all-access pass, which is $249 a year. Right. And uh, for that, you get to watch everything that's in there. And I don't think people take this into consideration. And anything new that comes out. Right. It, it's just automatically in the library. You'll right. you'll get notified that something new's coming. You know, I just put 64, 64 three-player drills in there. Okay. Uh, in the vault. Uh, Which just, is the best way to teach the game for anybody that's listening. Yeah. It should, the, the, right. Until they're like 10, they should all be playing three-on-three. Three. But go ahead. Yeah. And I'll, I'll be adding another 50 drills uh, here, hopefully by June or something like that. So the, Pretty soon there's going to be about 114 new, brand new drills sure. in there. But if you're an all-access member, you're just going to get an email saying, hey, here's what's new in here. Make sure you don't overlook it. Right. And, uh, uh, what, it's Netflix. You're giving them Netflix. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. And, you know, it's if you buy – if you were to buy two – uh, courses say the reader act is something that you've already spent more right than you would have spent in all access yeah yeah, yeah. so it's a better deal well yeah. I, I really two things coach first of all i thank you so much i hope to hope to do this again at some point and you have won the record for the longest this is gonna have to be two podcasts <laughs> you you have won the record i think you and i could have talked forever well um, we could i, I enjoyed it <laughs> i, I, I did you're really good at this, and I'm not, as you can tell. Oh, you're awesome at this. Are you kidding? Those, uh, you're great. Um, and and I'm and I'm and it's truthful. Read and React has been awesome for our program and helped in our success. And um, 
you know, you've really made a difference in the, in the game. So we really appreciate that. I appreciate that. Thanks. If I can help coaches, that's all I'm, that's, uh, that's, you know, everyone defines what success is, right? Right. Yeah. I'm only successful if you are. So. All right. Thanks coach. All right. This is, we don't, we don't very often have three podcasts in a week. Sometimes we we're going to, you know, we're going to go back and forth between two and three podcasts in a week, kind of depending how, how things kind of fall, but definitely when there's a long interview like this, and I feel like I want to definitely break it up so people can find the stuff that they need. Um, we're going to do that. Um, if you have any questions, please let us know, go over and subscribe and like, we would really, really appreciate that. Um, we'll have all of Rick's stuff down in the show notes. If you have any questions for him or for me, um, and then go over and check out teachhoop.com for coaches who want to get better. Thanks. Sports Social Podcast Network.